You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky, and we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode. Today, we're talking about the long game. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts on the long game? I'm playing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were just talking prior to the start of the episode about how um, we've realized that like we've both been involved in music with some type of, in some way, shape or form for For just a a very long time. So we figured this would be a good topic to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) And we've just experienced tons of different things on, you know, and, and throughout the longevity of the time that I've been doing it, there's just been like short bursts of things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I I think it all starts when you set your goals out and Mm -hmm. your own expectations, because if you don't expect the quick, uh, I guess fast food level of achievement. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that's how you make a successful career. Right. And, and a successful personal journey. Mm Mm-hmm. Because honestly, when you're doing, when you're thinking of fast food kind of achievements, it's the high comes and goes super quick. But when you've got that long game mentality and you're playing for, mm-hmm. you know, for a while, you you're seeing the grind and you're seeing the come up and you're seeing how much it actually took to get you to the the top of that mountain. Right. You know, and essentially, I, I think it's it's difficult, at least through my own experience. Yeah, but I tend to see this in other people. I feel like it's difficult to get into that mentality. Absolutely. Like I feel like initially, like there, there is this like excitement. Well, we about, all want instant gratification. Exactly. It's just <laughs> the type of world that we live in now. Yes. But there's something about, you know, like I've I've been playing the guitar for you know X amount of years, yeah. and I'm gonna go record for the first time, and the first song's gonna come out, and I'm, everything's gonna work out perfect, and I'm gonna be so stoked. And then and you then, record, and you're yeah. like, wow, I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> But like, like by like the time like the third or fourth song is there, it's like some people are just like, "Do I even like this?" Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It, it weeds out the men from the boys exactly. <laughs> and so I think the one thing um, that we talk about often with like clients and stuff like that is that we really want to see what's best for them long term. Absolutely. And I have conversations with these people like pretty often about how yeah. like. Yes, I understand there is a lot going on right now. Yeah. And this if it's your first single or something like that, there's you're never gonna get this type of feeling back if you stay in it. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is like I want I want nothing more than to see you in it, you know, oh, yeah. years from now. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think that that comes from within and yeah, you kind of have to find that like internally more than anything. But I, I think that's a big goal for us working with people just in general is mm-hmm. trying to set those expectations for them. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be a Debbie Downer, you don't want to be like you know, I I don't want to say trashing, but you know what I mean. Like exactly. being like, like, well, you know, it's like you a, don't enjoy this, and it's all about the long game and stuff. Like you right. still want to celebrate, yeah, the wins, and you still want to enjoy the excitement that you're feeling at the moment. But know that whatever you do, I think you should do it, whether that's music or not. But you yes. should you should do it for the long haul. And you should and you should be able to enjoy it, especially as like creatives. I think yeah. I do like thoroughly agree that like. I, I'm constantly seeking out things that like get me that spark again. Yeah. And obviously when you do something so many times, it loses all of its energy. So you need to move on to the more like 
exotic thoughts and stuff yeah. like that. And you're starting to do wild things because you're just like, this excites me again. That's probably <laughs> why certain bands make it so long. Yeah. And, I, and it's funny. Everyone looks at these bands on the outside and they think like, oh, well, they, they changed and they, they either sold out or they did X, Y, or Z because their label made mm-hmm. them. They were probably just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Burnt out. Like, I don't yeah, want to make gonna... record number four of this same sound. Oh, yeah, like, the same yeah. thing. And then you go like, do something else. Exactly. And that's... and. I want to adopt that into, into what we do. hundred percent. You know, whether it be for our bands or, mm-hmm. or whatever, I think if I had to sit here and make a record every day, that is any genre. Yeah. And only that, mm-hmm. it kind of gets stale to me. Exactly. You know, you but it. it's cool when, you know, one record you have a, or excuse me, one week you've got a prog band coming mm-hmm. in and then the next week you've got a metal band and then the next week you've got an indie band. Exactly. You know, it keeps things fresh. It keeps things <laughs> fresh and it keeps your your brain like stimulated. Yeah, I think it's so. It's kind of like I'm constantly learning like I have like different thresholds for what these genres are. Yeah. So like, and I would like to get better in this, but I have no experience in this. So yeah. here comes X band and then boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it helps achieve like that long, that long game. Yeah. You know, it really does. I, I just don't want to be doing the same. I, th- I think people get tired of routines after a while. 100%. Like I, I think there is a, a beautiful thing in routine and some people do find a comfort with that, mm-hmm. but after a while they get burnt out of that. Right. You know, and when you're able to switch it up a little bit, it's like, Ooh, exactly. You know, I think there's a lot of like pros and cons to it. Now that I, like I sit here and I think about this more, Yeah, I think it also heavily depends on the level of success you achieve with something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes I guess you define what your success is though. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. no, definitely. So. I just, I can't help but think that like, sometimes you have to just weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. And obviously there's so many different factors that go into it, but like, yeah. I feel like suddenly if you're like the, at the top of something, you have to internally decide whether or not you want to just do a full 180. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a band's like uh knock loose. If you know who knock loose yeah. is, uh, you know, crazy metal band. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know them. But I, w- I remember listening to an interview with their uh, vocalist. Yeah. And the one thing that he said about the EP that they first came out with that was something that gained them a, a decent amount of popularity mm-hmm. is that he just wanted to hold something that he did. Yeah. And uh, he just said he want you know, I just, he, he's like, I just wanted to hold like this EP that, you know, my voice is on and I created and it's cool. Yeah. And he so. was never thinking that it would get to the level that it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really important because even though they got to where they are, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty popular. Oh yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Now. And doing a lot of stuff. His, his ultimate goal was to, to find happiness in, in a success that he defined. Right. You know, cause some people might look at that first EP when it was just out and he could be holding it and go, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. And then you can take the negative perspective and be like, well, you're nowhere. Yeah. You know, but that wasn't, that wasn't about it. You know, it was for him. It was, oh, I, you know, you prioritizing what your own, own goals are and achieving them. And because I think it doesn't matter. I think that's what probably got them to the long, the long haul and and being able to do things because Mm -hmm. it wasn't them starting a band going, oh, I'm going to go play for 40,000 people, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they just did. Mm -hmm. You know, they were, you know, small steps, basically eating an elephant. It's like, exactly. Oh, I just, I just really want to hold this EP yeah. that, that I created. <laughs> there was this, um, a few, few years ago, I'd probably say a little more than five. There was uh Ernie ball put out a documentary with Tom DeLong. Really? Yeah. And he talked about a similar story. 
He said um, the Blink-182 is getting a lot of traction, and his ultimate goal was to um, be able to play in his neighborhood and have, like, all of his neighbors and basically have, like, the whole community come out. Yeah. He's like, that was the goal. Did that happen? I have no idea. <laughs> but, like, ultimately... Tom, if you're listening, did that, did that happen? I have no idea, but ultimately, you know, like, that was the goal, and then Blink-182 yeah. became Blink-182. Blink yeah, literally one of the biggest bands ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, so, Centercrest has been around for... We've been around since 2012, technically. Was it 10 years now? Yeah, it's just about 10 years. Rock and roll. Right? And, and so there's there's some longevity there. Exactly. You know, so where did that come from for you? Where, where did longevity happen? Why didn't mm. you throw in the towel, you know, at the first year or the second? Like, why why are you 10 years into it and still going? You know, the, the one thing that I'm coming to realize, looking back at it now, is that there was incremental progress, mm-hmm. like every, like each individual year. Oh yeah. And I thought that was, I think that's what kept me there for the first, at least, you know, like, like five years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it. it was just like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, Oh crap. Like we're like getting a little bit of traction yeah. and I'm watching these, like we're doing these little big things in between. And it just like, it would bump us up a step. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, so it just feels like it, we got, like, we just, we constantly keep bumping up just a little bit every single time. And right. then eventually I had like this internal conversation where it was just, I had to ask myself, um, you know, truthfully, if it, you know, like between, you know, like probably seven ish years to now, it it became a matter of just like, Hey, ask yourself internally. Do you, are you like fully in love with this? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of that actually. Right. And yeah. so like eventually you get to that point. Cause you know, we were banned for so many years at this point. Yeah. And, and it was and just like, it. do you love this? Yeah. And then I had to tell myself a yes or no question. And my answer was yes. Yes. So now I keep going. Right. Yeah. You know, 10 years in and I'm just kind of like, I, I just being here and doing it's enough for me now. Oh yeah. And I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I think about that in the way that like I was, I record bands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to work at, uh, at Best Buy. Right. Right. And, um, I, I think about what I used to do then, mm-hmm. what I do now. Yeah. I just did a record with, you know, fly information. Right. We just finished tracking. It was mm-hmm. two and a half weeks. Yeah. Like every single day. Um, it was exhausting for sure. Mm-hmm. And I was very tired. Right. But I think of if I put that much time into like my Best Buy job, yeah, I would die, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. I would I would not be able to pull that off. And mm-hmm. I always try to do what, or I, I always try to think of the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. in that perspective, right? So when I finished the record, I was stoked to just go back to the studio and mess around with exactly. drum tones and it's start like compressing that, that and EQ. stereotypical, like do what you love. You won't technically yeah. work a day in your life or it, like, you know, like you, it's all cheesy cliches, but it's so true. They're, they cut the cliches for a reason. We yeah. always say that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so I think about that and I was like, okay, it's two and a half weeks later. We just finished this record. I'm so excited to get back and start mixing, mixing drum stuff. Right. So I'm excited to get back to work. Right. How many people would be able to say, oh yeah, I just got off working. 10 to 12 hours a day for two and a half weeks. Mm. I really want to go back right. to work. You know, most people that I know would go, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm dead. Exactly. You know, and that would have absolutely killed me at, mm. at my past jobs. Right. So you're, you know, you're right. When you, th- when you talk about passion, talk about the things that you love mm-hmm. and, and how to keep that long game going. Exactly. And sometimes it takes time for you to realize that. 
Oh yeah. Like I think, you know, like you'll be in it for a little, <laughs> exactly. You know, you need to figure out what it even is before you determine whether or not you love it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause there is this initial shot with, with every single thing you do, even if, it, even if it's a job that like you don't really appreciate or really have an interest in yeah. the first like a week or so, you're just kind of like, Oh, this is fresh. This is new. Yeah. Like even though this is not where I want to be, like I still, this is cool. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Cause new. it's different. Yeah. Eventually you like, doesn't matter if it's like, if it's three weeks or if it's, you know, seven years. Yeah. Eventually you ask yourself, do I actually like this? No. Oh, yeah. And that'd be like, that happens with a lot of right factors in life, you know? <laughs> right. And, and it's tough to get to that point too. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to get to that point without basically a, a honeymoon period as, as you're thinking about exactly. It. Yeah. When you first jump into something new, you might ultimately not like it, but typically in the beginning it's, it's exciting because it's new. Exactly. So, you know, I would call that the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. So getting yourself out of that and in, and into more of a real situation of thinking like, is this something that I can do for the long oh, haul? Yeah. Something that I truthfully love, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, I'm so grateful for the things that I do. Right. You know, making records and, mm-hmm. and music and whatnot. Cause and, you know, just being the, you know, being involved with so many different people, you probably see the honeymoon factor. Oh yeah. So many different times. I, yeah. You see so many bands come in and then poof, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like, well, they're no. gone. Yeah. And, and there's, there's definitely factors. And I, and I'm not going to say that every band, the whole band felt like that because right. I mean, it, it, sometimes it takes one. Exactly. It just takes one to kind of ruin the whole, mm-hmm. ruin the whole thing when yeah, it comes band to the band. Are, are messy. Yeah. When it comes to the band things, but you, you know, you definitely see that person in the band who, who wasn't the, the weak link who, yeah. who was like, Oh, you know what? I, I do love this and I'm going to push for the next one. And, and if exactly. I can't get the crew and the band with the next one and that mm-hmm. falls through, I'm going for the next one. Yep. You know, and it is, it is really nice to see that, but man, you, yeah, you do see a lot of people and I don't think that's like a bad thing. I'm not trying to trash those people. Maybe right. they just figured out this was actually exactly. not what, you know, and I think everyone on the artistic side of things just needs to experience that in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Like you need to, you need to really dive in and be in it for as long as you need to be in order to figure out whether or not it's something you actually enjoy. Yeah. Like I, I truthfully, and like you said, not to bash anyone, I've met tons of people who are like, I love, I love this. I love music. I love the whole thing. And then like a year later there, do they just stopped? Yeah. Like they're just done. Yeah. Like, and they're like, I guess I don't really yeah, love it. It's just very like, much. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that that's a tough thing to get to. Mm-hmm. I th- I really do think that's a tough part to get to. I mean, dude, it took me forever to even decide that I wanted to do the studio. Right. Which is is kind of funny to me thinking mm-hmm. of where I am now and whatnot, but Exactly. One of the big factors for me was I didn't think that I could make it a living. Mhm. So I liked doing it. I recorded people since I was like 13 years old. Right. You know, I had friends come over and we record covers and whatever. And exactly. it was, it was fun and we had a blast, yep. but then I would go and I would work my other you, jobs, you, you know, know, and, yeah, like and, and then try to, things, you know, There's yeah. And, wrong with that. Yeah. And then try to figure out, you know, am I going back to college? What I want to do? Yep. And I always had music. I always had the studio and the things like this, but there was just one day where it, I guess it, it clicked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I can make a living at this. Mm-hmm. And I love this enough. Yeah. You know? And then thinking uh, like, can I sit, can I sit in the basement or, or can I sit in the studio for 12 hours and make a, you know, make a record with someone? Right. And is that going to kill me? So this, honestly, this last two and a half weeks that I did not too long ago mm-hmm. with the, with the fly information guys, mm-hmm. it, it only, 
I don't want to say ju- it justified. I guess it only justified like it, it even like more. Yeah. Like, like I I got through it mm-hmm. and I was still excited at the end of it yeah. to be like, it just gives you more assurance. I wanna, yeah. I want to, I want to go back and mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that was something really nice and a, a nice perspective for me because right. I really truthfully know yeah. this is it's, where I want to be. Yeah. This is who I am. This is what I want to do. Experiences are almost like tests. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and you find that everywhere. You know, I, I've I've got it in the studio. I've got it in the bands. I've got it in other things in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I figured out other jobs that I was like, absolutely not. I hate right. this. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm sure every. I'm sure you've gotten through moments of that. Absolutely. You got the you, job, and you're like, you know what? This sucks. I hate yep. it. <laughs> but there are plenty of times, you know. Yeah. You just need to go out and experience things. Yeah. And just like, there's so many things I've been interested in that I'm just like three weeks in. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> I thought I'd like this. I want nothing to do with this. Oh yeah. And then there are things you just stick out that you realize that like, like even like with me and um like running and stuff like that. Yeah. Like there, that was one. That was one of the weird cases where I was just kind of like, you know, I've been doing this so long that I think I've I've manipulated my brain to figuring out I enjoy this, <laughs> dude. So, did you hate it at first? You hated it at first. Oh yeah, it's horrible. So you hated it. Oh, absolutely. Not not, not you as a as a whole. Mm-hmm. You personally, I personally hated, hated running. It. Yes, but you managed to get. You no, know, I. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's funny if I talk about like my running journey real quick. It's very very strange. Um, like <laughs> yeah, because you're running. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it literally would stem from um, like just playing with friends and stuff like that in like middle school. Okay. Everything I did was always active. Tag. Literally, like stuff yeah. like that. I would like I. It's it's. Do you still do tag in middle school? I did. I did. But, yeah, I, I, <laughs> but like we did like like cool middle school tag. So yeah. I, I would um I'd go over to my friend's house and the house next door was like technically abandoned. Okay. So we'd basically play like tag and like jump on the roof and stuff like that and go through Dude, like that's, the house. That's the extreme parkour. We were basically tag we were doing parkour tag. Yeah, <laughs> they have a, that's like a big like a sport. Yeah, that's like a thing. Like so, you can go on YouTube and type in I don't even know what it's called, but it's like extreme tag. The, I, I was, they, so I was basically extreme tagging in middle school. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then eventually decided to get involved in like high school sports and stuff like yeah. that. But I realized you. I, you we were a soccer kid, right? I was a soccer kid and, and a track a of, kid. Okay. Yeah, and a, a lot I, of running. I was, I turned out to be like a successful track kid in the beginning. Oh. But yeah. Like I was, was gonna, it like, I, like I, I know I'm going to be, or was this like, oh, no, it, I just sort it, of happened. It was like, it just sort of happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm good at this. <laughs> literally. And the coaches were like, oh, you're going to be something kid. And literally I, I figured out that I hated competitive running. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I figured, yeah, like I went through it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm really good at this, but I don't like it. So I quit. No. <laughs> But when? I enjoy I enjoyed running. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's uh, Gabby will tell you this story all the time. Yeah, literally, the coach would, would literally to this day will probably just be like, he could have been something, but he the girl ruined been. him. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been something. Right? You ruined my dreams yeah. of what you could have become. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I stopped, but I still run to this day because I realized like I like I'm just Forrest Gump. You know, I I like I felt like running. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have a great tag story that'll take me like. Two minutes. Okay. But uh, when I was in, it'll take me 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> when I was in middle school, no, elementary school, I was mm-hmm. in second grade. Yeah. We were playing tag on the playground and I like jumped off the playground and there was a base that was uh, like a pole to the monkey bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like the poles that hold up the monkey bars. Yep. yep that yep. was base. So I jump off and I'm kneeling next to it mm-hmm. and I'm holding it and I just woke up on the ground and I was like, what just happened to me? Well, okay. And then I remember my friend Justin, mm. uh, 
pushed my hair out of my face because I had like you know the right. typical like you got the haircut the yeah, the, yeah yeah at the time, and he starts screaming, and his hands covered in blood. Oh, and I'm like, what in the world just happened to me? Mm. And it turns out that some kid behind me mm. uh, also jumped off this thing. It was weird. It was like we were probably like two f- two to three feet like off the ground. Yeah, and the pole was like on the ground. Mm. He jumped off behind me and kicked me in the back of the head. And I was like, ding. Oh, and, oh yeah. Okay. And uh, that is like my, I don't want to say fondest because it was probably, it was not enjoyable, but yeah. probably my most vivid memory of, of ever running and playing tag. Hmm. And that was the day I vowed to never run again. <laughs> I was going to say traumatizing to an extent. You know? <laughs> I, it, it's funny because I, I hit so hard and I was in s- such like shock yeah. that I had no idea what was happening. I didn't mm-hmm. feel any pain or right. anything. He's- the worst part of it was some girl came up to me in the nurse's office mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, that's going to need stitches. <laughs> and me being, I think, nine. Right. Never having stitches and and not excited for that. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna throw up. Yep, I got so nauseous. I think because I was so scared mm. uh, of getting stitches. Yeah, that uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, that know? I was like, I'm gonna throw up. I was like, I have no pain in my head whatsoever, but I but my stomach, like I'm I'm gonna keel over because hmm. yeah. So that that was literally uh, this was literally day, one of the last the times I chose to never run, run again. again. Honestly. <laughs> I've always hated running. I'm not an active person. And I know I have to be. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about long game? Yeah. I'm trying to play long game with my health. And it's probably not going you know, so well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, trying to eat better. I'm trying to trying to exercise and do things. Literally. it's I, We've had this conversation. Literally at like 25, I just had the same type of mentality. Yeah. But I think I, I sometimes teeter on the going overboard. Now. Yeah. Well, I teeter on the never moving <laughs> and being stagnant. We're on opposite sides of the spectrum. But sorry. No, it's tough. It's tough. And and honestly, mm. I should I should take my own advice when we're talking about like the long game, right? And and health and stuff. You know, I I've been trying to trying to do stuff, and we talked about that with Tom, You're right? And you know, and and whatnot. And mm. that's probably been on my been on my mind recently, just because I guess it's sort of a yeah conviction where i'm like wow i really have to do this and i'm just not step like as much as you love and appreciate your work it could just stem from literally just being stationary all day yeah yeah yeah. and that that was a big thing like over the last you know uh this last record that i did yeah two and a half weeks of of sitting right um people need balance yeah i even even at that and i'm not a guy who likes to move a whole lot Mm -hmm. and that sounds funny but my job is at a desk yep. is mixing. My hobbies are, are literally like video games yeah. and sitting down right. and whatnot. So motion is not, is not oh, really yeah. for me. And, uh, even at that, I was like, man, I, I really gotta, I really gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I really gotta move. I gotta do stuff. So that, that's been like a big goal for me and Sarah right? is to try to move more Yeah, and, you know, try to get a little bit more active and, and really play the long game with health. Mm-hmm. She talks about that constantly. She's like, you got to do it now so it's easy when you're old. Yeah. I was like, oh, I say that all the time. Hey, you guys are crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, that's like like a fear of mine, you know? Being oh, like really? 70 and being like not able to move. Like, yeah. <laughs> but if you run too much and your knees... My knees are going to get blown out by like 50. I already know. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm just not going to be. I'll, I'll be. I'll be like super active but not able to walk. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like... You won't have knees, but you'll carry yourself on your hands. I'll be just wheelchair. I'll be that guy. <laughs> carry yourself on your hands like the, uh, you know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that's a good 
good stopping point for us about the long game and longevity and mm-hmm. trying to trying to get yourself to taking those small steps on a daily basis so you yeah. eventually achieve that long game. Which again, I've got to take my own advice. I guess we both do. Exactly. We, we've all everybody. There's Everyone not a single person that does field, this perfectly. Please do whatever you're doing for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And taking those steps little by little to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, check us out on the socials and so on and so forth. You know the drill. You've hopefully been listening for a little. Exactly, and we appreciate that. Wonderful. Check out our sponsors. <laughs> Which is no one. <laughs> one day. But if you want to be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, we out. Peace.